If you're like me and you crave alone time with God, then I want to invite you to grab this free Bible study called Forget Not His Benefits. It was created by my friends at Sojo Academy, and it was written to help give you a mini getaway with God. And I call it mini because it's a one hour Bible study. I've really enjoyed it, and I know you will too. So go ahead and grab this free Bible study using the link in the show notes for today's episode. If you don't see it in your podcast catcher that you're using, you can always find it over at the site on www.keepingitcentered.com. Hey, y'all. And welcome to the Keeping It Center podcast. I'm your host, Jaquetta Gilbert. This is a space for women who want help keeping God at the center of their marriage, their role as a mom, and while using their gifts to make a difference in the lives of others. This is for real women with real issues serving a real God who holds us in the palm of his hand. So if you're ready to take off the facade, woman up to your imperfections, and invite our Father in every part of your beautiful mess, girlfriend, you're in the right place. As you all know, the world lost an amazing actor and man recently. His name was Chadwick Boseman, and like many of you, his death came out of left field. You know, here's a man who was from my home state of South Carolina, and he played such iconic figures on screen. And it just amazed me because he was able to show little black boys and little black girls that they too could be superheroes. They could see themselves on television being portrayed in a positive light, which is definitely not always the case. He knew that representation matters, and he really, really represented us well. He just meant so much to so many of us. And in his keynote speech during a Howard University graduation, Chad said, your struggles are only meant to shape you for your purpose. Nobody knew how profound this statement really was at the time because nobody knew that he was struggling with stage three colon cancer. And no one knew how, despite chemotherapy and other medical procedures, he continued to live out his life in purpose and to be a light. And, um, you know, I just truly felt like he was a, a true modern day reminder that God can use the bad and the painful things in our life for good. He can use it all for his glory. You know, not just those picture perfect Instagram posts, but like the the really hard things that we go through. He can use all of that for good. And so, you know, it just made me reflect on the Bible. And um, the same is true of Joseph, you know, the son of Jacob. And uh, in Genesis 37, we're told that Joseph was his father's favorite. You know, he was the oldest son of the only woman that Jacob truly loved. And regardless of how many kids Leah and, um, you know, the other two servant women were able to give Jacob, none of them compared to Joseph. He was that true love child, you know, and, um, you know, Joseph never asked for special treatment, uh, 
but because he received it and because his father was just so overt, I mean, like he wasn't even trying to hide it, you know, because Joseph was that favorite, it really messed up his relationship with his brothers. Um, you know, they didn't like how he was being treated as the favorite. They didn't like how his dreams that he shared with them showed him being in a position of power over them. And I mean, that was totally not how the birth order of everything was. You know, he, he wasn't the oldest. Um, you know, and they probably also didn't like the fact that they were out doing the quote unquote real work while Joseph got to parade around with his daddy at home wearing his expensive coat, you know? Um, so it's just no wonder that their hate for Joseph grew. And, um, you know, they, they were probably feeling as if they were the outcasts, as if they were lesser than, um, you know, and, and it's, I think a lot of us can identify with feeling this way at one time or another, you know, and it's not a good feeling. It, it really isn't. We all want to feel uh, included. Um, none of us want to feel as if we're lesser than others. And so I guess, you know, out of these brothers didn't know or they didn't hear how God told Cain in Genesis chapter 3 uh, to rule over the sin that was crouching nearby because the next thing we know they're plotting to kill Joseph like you know this isn't just a big misunderstanding or a big fight like legit they literally wanted to kill Joseph out of jealousy and um, I know we all have our fair share of family drama, but sheesh, good gracious, you know, <laughs> uh, I hope none of us have to deal with this level of dysfunction because this is something serious, you know, this is a whole nother level. But um, as the story goes on, we know that Joseph was instead sold into slavery Um, you know, this was the idea of Judah, <laughs> which is so surprising. Um, this is the line that Jesus came through. Um, but he was, Joseph was sold into slavery to some distant family members, the Ishmaelites, uh, who then took him to Egypt where he ends up serving Potiphar. And so I just, I got to take a step back for a second because, you know, I know a lot of us have heard this story before. We've read these chapters before. But I think I just need to personally take a step back and really, really process a bit more about what is happening. Um, it's not just a story like these. These were real people. And so, you know, we've got a young man here who went through some pretty dramatic stuff. You know, first his brothers want to kill him. They've been jealous and then they sell him. I mean, they're their family, you know, they're, they're half uh, siblings, but their family, and he gets sold for 20 pieces of silver. And, you know, that was the standard price for a young male slave. But can you really, really imagine the struggle and the pain that Joseph is experiencing? You know, it's, he's facing the possibility of death. And thank God, you know, like that didn't happen. And then he's outright rejected and cast out of his family because he's sold as a slave, you know? Um, and, and I know we all probably have that family member that, you know, some of us may not want to be associated with, nobody really speaks of. Uh, but I mean, these men seriously sold their, their brother into slavery. I mean, like, that's a lot to deal with. That's a lot 
to process, to take on, um, to live with. Those that's that's really tough. Um, but again, as as Chad Bozeman reminded us, our struggles are only meant to shape us for our purpose. And and nobody wants to endure pain. I know I don't. You know, I'm just gonna keep it real. I don't want to endure pain. I mean, it's not fun. Uh, but the truth is, our pain is bigger than us. Our experiences are bigger than us. Cancer is bigger than us. Job loss, it's bigger than us. Death is bigger than us. And, you know, I know it's contrary to popular belief, but we were not placed on this earth at this time in history for our own benefit. It's not all about us. You know, we're not here to make our name great. That's not why we were designed. Yeah, we've got dreams, we've got goals, and there's nothing wrong with all of that. You know, I believe that that God gives us dreams, God gives us goals. You know, we just have to make sure we remember as we're um, going about our journey, we've got to remember God has a specific purpose for each of us. And that purpose, it goes beyond what we could ever think of. You know, um, it, it's it's really not all about us. Um, you know, the, the accomplishments and the uh, results of our accomplishments are not only meant to affect us, um, it's meant to affect others as well. We're a part of God's kingdom plan. And so it's our job, sis, to live our faith out loud. Even when our, our circumstances seem to contradict what God has shared with us, we still need to live that faith out loud. And what I mean is, you know, God gave Joseph two dreams. Right. And in those dreams, God showed him that he would be in a position of power. But instead, we're seeing he's his life's been threatened, you know, and then he was sold into slavery by his own family. So that that I mean, that's kind of like, OK, Lord, I know you gave me these dreams, but do you see what's happening right now? Like things look kind of like uh, they're kind of rough, <laughs> you know. And so if you're feeling like your life is a bit similar to Joseph, just be reminded and, and be encouraged because in Romans 8, 31b, it says, if God is for us, who can be against us? And I love the Amplified's translation. It says, if God is for us, who can be successful against us? You know, people and even intangible things such as health issues, they will come against us, you know? Uh, and it, it may look on the outside as if they have the upper hand, but God is always in control, always. And he's going he's, he's, he's gonna to accomplish everything that he set out to do in us, regardless of our past, regardless of present troubles or even future circumstances. And now I, I do want to add this clause here because I don't want any of us to get the big head like we used to say when I was growing up. Don't get the big head, all right? But the verse doesn't imply that nobody can stand against us simply because we are so inherently powerful. Um, you know, all the power belongs to God. So it, it's not about us. It's all about God. And, and that's why God wasn't surprised by anything that Joseph's brothers did. You know, he continued to keep his hand of protection upon Joseph when he went to Egypt. He didn't leave him, you know, and Joseph did so well in serving that Potiphar gave him authority over everything that he owned. You know, how crazy is that? And you, you've got an outsider, a foreigner, somebody that wasn't born in Egypt, had no ties there, 
he was brought in as a slave and he did such a good job that he rose high to a high position of power and you know it's it's all because it would lead to him fulfilling the purpose that God had designed for his life and so just because God had this pretty cool purpose in mind for Joseph it didn't mean he wasn't going to experience some bumps along the way and it didn't mean that you know after God you know gave him uh, this position of power that he still wouldn't have, you know, some trials that he would face because we learned that later on, Jace, uh, Joseph's actually in prison for the false testimony of Potiphar's wife. You know, she had a thing for him, couldn't take no, didn't want to face rejection. So homegirl lied and said that he tried to sleep with her. But again, we've got to understand that these bumps are no match for God. They're not. You know, it it looked as if the dreams that God gave Joseph weren't going to happen. But lo and behold, when he's in prison, it's, it's his actual prison experience that is part of his ticket to getting him in good graces with Pharaoh. You know, he had to endure years of having people think that he was guilty of something that he didn't even do. You know, and there was a lot of pain with that, I'm sure. But that pain was shaping Joseph for his purpose. It was leading him to the exact spot that God had already ordained for him to be at. And so this same young man who had been accused of trying to sleep with his owner's wife was actually given authority over the other prisoners. Imagine that. (laughs) That's that's just, oh my gosh, that's that's just crazy. And, uh, you know, he ends up getting this reputation for being able to interpret dreams. So... Fast forward a bit, Pharaoh has these two really freaky dreams. He's like shaken up. Nobody's able to uh, give him an answer to what they mean. And then voila, the cupbearer who was also in prison with Joseph at one time miraculously remembers (laughs) Joseph's accurate dream interpretation for himself. Um, and now listen, y'all, I'm not even gonna lie. I can't say I wouldn't have been tempted to give this cup bear the side eye, you know, cause it had been two years, two years. And then he finally remembered to bring up Joseph's name to Pharaoh. But you know, that's besides the point. Like Steve Harvey said, God ain't through with me yet, y'all. I still got some areas to improve in. Um, but fortunately, Joseph had more tact than me. He resisted the urge to throw some shade. And, uh, after interpreting, pharaoh's dreams he was essentially made the number two man in egypt no one including potiphar had more authority than him except pharaoh himself just think about that his whole journey led him to that point your struggles are only meant to shape you for your purpose you know that's that's a lot to take in and the thing to remember is joseph's purpose it went far beyond what he could imagine. You know, he didn't know that his struggles would lead to saving his own family from a famine. You know, a lot of the same family members who were responsible for him being sold into slavery in the first place. He didn't know that his struggles would lead to him being the number two man in Egypt. He didn't know his struggles would bring reconciliation between him and his brothers. You know, there's a lot that Joseph didn't know. But what he did know was that God was a man to be trusted. He knew that 
if God said that his people would one day have a land of their own, he believed him. And God spoke that directly to Abraham, but he trusted God enough to believe that promise that was made to Abraham. And so my question for all of us is, what are we trusting God for today? Where do we see God showing up in our life? Where do we see God showing up in the struggles? You know, we all have had our fair share of struggles. Where do we see God in those moments? As difficult as it may be, um, because it is, you know, I just, I really encourage all of us to look to God in our struggles. Look, Look to God when we're hurting and keep our eyes on him because Satan wants us to focus on the pain. He does. Um, you know, and that's the easy thing to do, but I'm challenging us to meditate on Isaiah 26 and three. And it says, you will keep the mind that is dependent on you in perfect peace for it is trusting in you. So yes, we will have struggles in this world, but they're shaping us to fulfill the purpose that God has for us and for his kingdom. Let's close out in prayer. God, we thank you for being such a good father you know we we don't always understand why we go through trials and pain and to be honest it gets really really hard some days and we want to give up just throw in the towel and so we're asking you god help us to remember that our struggles are shaping us they're they're preparing us for the road ahead help us to remember that you never wanted us to walk this road alone and to operate in our own strength but instead to operate in yours. Thank you, God, for never leaving us and for never forsaking us. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've been driving along, you can find today's show notes over at www.keepingitcentered.com. While you're there, don't forget to sign up for The Centered Notes, our bi-weekly devotional newsletter. And follow us over at Instagram at Keeping It Centered.